Friday's prayer, October the 8th, 2022. This week, um, this prayer this week is going to be geared towards healing. There's a lot of people that are going through various situations in their health, in their mind, their body and spirit. Uh, some people physically are, are needing surgeries and the doctors have said that they have to go into the operating room in order to be able to help them to be able to re- restore them back to optimum health. You have some people that are going through situations of the mind, whether it's depression, anxiety, PTSD, uh, various things in the mind. And then you have those that are going through things spiritually where they're, they're feeling spiritually tired, spiritually worn, spiritually drained. And some people are having a combination of things all together, all three of these things in one. But I want to refer you to the Bible and what the Word of God has to say. And in John chapter 11, it talks about the death of Lazarus. And in, in during this time, Jesus, he had performed so many miracles. And, and the Bible lets us know that if it was to record everything that Jesus had done, it would be too much. And so we only have just a little bit of what Jesus had done during the three and a half years of his ministry on earth. But the word of God in the book of John takes the time to talk about the death of Lazarus and in, in 11 uh, John chapter 11 and verse 1 it reads now a man named Lazarus was sick and he was from Bethany the village of Mary and her Martha and her sister Martha this Mary whose brother Lazarus now lay sick was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair So the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified. And this story, it tells that Jesus had been given a word that his friend Lazarus was sick. And we know about Mary and the alabaster box. She had poured, she had poured perfume on Jesus' feet and wiped her, wiped his feet with her hair. And so Jesus was close to this family. And so they thought that the sisters thought that they would send word to Jesus. Of course, Jesus would come before our brother dies and, and he would come heal him and, and he'll be restored. And, he'll be okay again but Jesus he didn't come right away Jesus he waited and he said that this was not going to end in death that God was going to get glory from this healing God was going to get glory from what was going to be done and so we're going to skip down to verse 11 and it says after he had said this he went on to tell them our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep 
but I am going to wake him. And see, the disciples, they thought he was just talking about natural sleep because, you know, sometimes when you get sick, all you want to do is sleep. That's your body's uh, way sometimes of trying to recover in some instances. Sometimes when you're depressed, all you want to do is sleep. Uh, uh, you might be spiritually worn out. And you just I need some rest. And so the disciples, they thought that that Jesus was talking about a natural rest, but no, Jesus was saying that he, he was he was asleep. He had actually died. But that wasn't going to be the end because Jesus had already told them that this would not end in death. And so Jesus finally went to, to where the, the sisters were and, and Martha had ran out and told him, Lord, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. And But I still know that whatever you say will take place and, and I'll see him in the resurrection. And so she didn't know that Jesus was about to do a, 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 an outstanding miracle that had never been done in their lives. And so Mary, Mary, she she was still a little a little a little sad. She was still not understanding why Jesus hadn't come. And so when she finally came out, Jesus, if only you had been here. And how many times do you tell Jesus, you said, Lord, if only you have taken this away, if only you had done this, if only you had done that, if only you had been here, if only you had answered my prayer when I asked you, Lord, I wouldn't be going through what I'm going through right now. Lord, where were you? Lord, where are you? I don't see you. I don't feel you. I don't know where you're at. But Jesus, he, he felt what they were feeling. He understood because this is the, the shortest verse in the Bible where it talks about Jesus wept. He felt their emotions because Lazarus had died and had been buried and had been put into the cave with a rock in front of it. See, sometimes you can go through situations in life and the, and the doctors may say, there's no more that I can do or, or you know, we're going to do our best, but that's all we can't give you is just our best. And, or you might be going through some things emotionally and a psychologist say, I, I don't have any more things that I can give you to help you. I don't have any more tips. I can't counsel you anymore. Your sessions is up. You're, you, you might be in your spiritual life and saying that, Lord, you know, it's done. It's over. I'm dead right now. I don't feel you anymore. I'm throwing in a towel. And, and Jesus is saying, I, I'm on the scene right now. I just arrived right now. But it's not that you might be seeing me just arrive, but I've already been there. I already went ahead of you. I already knew what I was going to do. And so Jesus he, he in verse 38, Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb, and it was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. And Jesus said, take away the stone. But Lord said, Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for it's been four days. And when she was looking at the amount of time that had passed, 
because when they put the stone on over the over the entrance that was just saying that was it it was done this is four days he had not been embalmed his body was already smelling his body had probably began to already decay his body had already begun to rot but Jesus was saying you're saying it is finished but I did not say it was finished it's not done yet I still got a work to do. I still got a healing to do. I still got a miracle to perform in your life. And some of you right now, you're you're going through various situations. The doctors may say, okay, I, you know, I, I don't know what I can do, but I'm going to try to do this and I'm going to try to do that. Or you may have gotten a diagnosis that was not favorable. Or you might be waiting for the doctors to operate or do some other things. And Jesus is saying, I got you. Put your trust in me. I got you. It's not over till it's over. It's not over till I say it's over. And so Jesus told them to move away the stone. I don't care how many days it's been. I don't care how long it's been. I don't care about the decay because guess what? I'm the restorer of dry bones. I'm the restorer of the flesh. I'm the one that puts the tendons on the bones. It is not over yet. You might say, you know what, I've given up, uh, uh, I'm going through anxiety, I'm going through depression, I'm going through PTSD, I'm going through panic, I'm going through worry. And Jesus said, put your cares on me. I have not given up on you, so don't give up on me. I'm still here. I'm still here. You may be spiritually tired. You may be worn out right now. But Jesus still has a miracle to perform. And in verse 40, Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Sometimes you got to claim it before it even happens. Jesus claimed it before it happened. He said, I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with straps and linen and the cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. And some of you, you might have your grave clothes on right now because it's been, it, you've been determined that it's finished, it's over, it's done with, there's nothing more that I can do. But Jesus said, come forth. If you believe, come forth. If you claim it, come forth. If you pray, come forth. Take off those grave clothes right now. I'm not ready for your tombstone to be set up yet. Come forth. And when we pray and when we believe 
And when we call on the name of the Lord, he promises to hear. He promises to answer. And even if you say, I don't see you, Jesus. See, Jesus waited. He didn't come right away. He waited because he already knew what he was going to do. And sometimes God allows certain situations to take place in order to test your faith, in order to build your faith muscles, in order to let you know that you can trust in him. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how long or who called you off or who said it was done, it was over, it was finished. Jesus said, I am on the scene. I have not left the scene yet. I'm still here. Call on me and I will answer. And so today, some of you are expecting a miracle from God. Some of you right now are praying and you're asking God, Lord, I need you to deliver me. I need you to heal me. I need you to set me free. I need you to help me in my spirit, in my mind, in my body, in my soul. Lord, I need you right now because I don't know what else to do. And Jesus is saying, turn it to me because I'm the one that is the miracle worker. He is the I am that I am. And so right now, Whatever it is, take it to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father God, we just thank you, God, for for this morning. We thank you for opening our eyes. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come into your presence right now, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for being there even when we may not feel you, even when we may not hear you, even when we may not see you. We know that you are there because we have the faith. Right now, Lord, we're claiming the faith that you said that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, that it will move mountains. And so, Lord, before we ask anything right now, anything that is inside of us that is not like you, we ask you to clean us up. We ask you to restore us. We ask you to make us anew. We ask you, Lord, to help us to dispose of the grave clothes that we have on so that we will have on your righteousness, your purity in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we ask right now to forgive us for all our sins, Lord. Help us to be in good relationship with you and good fellowship with you. To know that it's about relationship, not religion, but relationship. And that we are to be in good standing with you, Lord. Lord, right now, some people are coming before you right now. Some people need healing. Some people need direction. Some people need to be set free. Some people are bound right now, Lord, and we need you to break the chains, Lord. If it's healing right now, Lord, we ask that you will heal. In the name of Jesus, we claim healing right now, Lord. Whenever someone goes on the operating table, we ask that you will be the master surgeon to guide their hands. In the name of Jesus, Lord, if you heal them before they even get that we thank you and praise you in advance Lord that healing will take place in the name of Jesus we speak those things as though they were Lord we stand on your word we stand on the faith Lord that you have given us that we can move mountains in the name of Jesus we do it in authority of under you Lord in the name of Jesus right now Lord someone has cancer Lord we ask that you would heal, deliver, and set free.
victory, Lord. Someone is having our problems and someone is having heart problems and someone is having bowel problems and stomach problems and we ask that you will heal breathing problems, Lord, lung problems, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We stand on your word today, Lord, and we claim your word today, Lord. We ask that you will heal in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you in advance for your healing, Lord. Someone right now, Lord, is going through depression. They don't know where to turn, Lord. They want to give up. We pray against the spirit of suicide. We pray against the spirit of depression. We pray against the spirit of anxiety. We pray against the spirit of PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus, someone has bipolar, Lord. Someone is dealing with all kinds of a variety of different mental illnesses, Lord, but we pray against it in the name of Jesus, Lord. We ask, Lord, for that person that is stressed out today, don't know where to turn, that you would give them direction. Someone that's worried right now, we ask that you would give them healing, the free from the worry right now, Lord. Lord, someone right now is spiritually worn out, spiritually dying right now, Lord. We ask for restoration. We ask that they will seek your face, that they will seek you, Lord, because we know that there's healing in you. We know that there's deliverance in here in you, Lord. We know that we can we can rely on you throughout the storms in life, Lord. We know that you calm the storms. You are the master of the universe, Lord. And there's nothing that we will go through that you have not already experienced, been through, know how we feel, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you will heal your people, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Pray for those right now, Lord, that have given up. We pray for those right now, Lord, who's having trouble believing. We we pray for those right now, Lord, who don't have that much faith, Lord, right now. But you said it. it we we if, even if we don't have that much faith, a mustard seed is little. But we ask, Lord, for the faith to increase, for the faith to grow. And every time that they see you do a work in their life, that our faith, all our faith will grow. Every time you move a mountain, every time you do a deliverance, every time you do a healing, every time you step in, when we know that it was nobody but you, we ask for the faith to grow, Lord, and increase our faith. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we thank you today that we're still here. We thank you, Lord, that you are with us, Emmanuel. You are with us. You are our Lord. You are our Savior. You are our Redeemer. You are Jehovah Rapha, our healer. You are our Jehovah Nisi. You are our banner, Lord. You are our Elohim. You are our creator, Lord. We thank you for all that you are to us. We thank you for all that you've been to us. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for being our majesty, Lord. We thank 
thank you for being everything to us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just being there, Lord. When we may not have had no one to turn to, you are there. If we had no one to talk to, you are there. If you had, if we had no one to lean on, you are there. We thank you, Lord, for being our pillar, for being our rock, for being the person that we can rely on, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit anointing, Lord, to fall on us. We thank you, Lord, for leaving us with your spirit in the name of Jesus right now. We claim healing. We claim restoration. We claim deliverance, Lord. Someone's relationships need healing, Lord. We we stand on your word. We speak those things as though they were. We stand on your word because we know that your word will not return void, but it will accomplish everything that is set out to do. We praise your name, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We give our hearts, we give our lives, we give our minds, we give our bodies to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. And everyone who's up under the sound of my voice, Claim the word of God over your life. Speak the word of God over your life. Because it is done. It's already done in accordance with his will. In Jesus' name, Yeshua HaMashiach.